You're listening to Keeps Calm, Carries On by Colin Murray. This podcast is brought to you by Vauxhall Grandland X. Put your feet up and just relax. Come on, you gotta let it go. Your life is moving way too fast. Slow down. Hello, I'm Colin Murray, TV and radio presenter, big music fan, indie all kinds of different stuff. A million miles an hour, a little bit frenetic, that's the understatement of the day. I'm a man who never stops. So when Vauxhall said to me, you want to make a series of podcasts that's all about your connection with the car and how to just keep calm and carry on a little bit more. Just chill a little bit. I jumped at the chance to do that. Now, obviously, I don't have the expertise, but Jody Shield, the mindfulness expert, motivational speaker, wellness coach, you must be actually all stressed out by being so calm. <laughs> Thank you. Way too many jobs. Way lots too of many. things, lots of things going on. Can you on. let me a tenor? That sounds absolutely fantastic. Right, listen, in the last episode, we looked at the stresses that comes in. Being on time for life, dinner reservations, big family occasions. And uh, today... We're going to talk about the little ones. We're going to, you know, listen, kids, oh, aren't they lovely? Instagram them, Facebook them. Oh, look at my kid. My kid's better looking than anyone else's kid. Sorry, you can tell I don't have any at this stage. Um, But kids in the car is a big, big flashpoint. They're inquisitive minds. They're creative. They're young minds. We should always encourage that. Every teacher and every parent should encourage that. But it can lead to stressful situations in cars, especially on long journeys. Jodie, where do you start with the sprogs? Wow, this is just such a good question. And I think that I can relate to myself being a kid and being on long journeys and my parents bribing us, bribing us with chocolate. Literally. Are we there yet? Sorry, just a case study I'm throwing into what, what you're doing. Are we finished yet? Is the podcast over yet? When do we get to the podcast? Where is the podcast? I don't want to visit the podcast. Right. That's it. So we used to get bribed with chocolate right. to make sure that we wouldn't Squabble. And I want to know where you stand morally in this, because I don't have any children, but absolutely at any barbecue, any party I go to that there's kids at, I want to hang out with kids. I don't want to hang out with adults. They bore me. What are you doing at the moment in your job? Did you see the football? What's the latest film you've seen? Have you seen Series 2 Making a Murder? I want to go on the trampoline with the kids, so that's me. So I do love them. But I'm a godfather rather than a father, and my friend Nick... I go up and I take his kids, my godchildren, to the cinema, to the park. Um, I recently bought them drones for Christmas. You wow, know, drones. that's yeah. a big present. Yeah. Given that one of them was three, it probably wasn't the best present ever, but it'll come in handy in about four years from now. But what I do, as soon as the parents are out of sight, I just give them anything they want. I'm the cool godfather. Do you give them candy floss? Listen. That's high sugar. Anything they want, right? Candy floss, chocolate, everything that they want they'll get. Because what, I don't care if they don't sleep at night when I send them back. They're not mine. So listen, when you do take your god kids on trips, how do you make sure that they don't fight in the back? And how do you maintain that sense of calm in the car? But that's, that's all I do. I, there's no morals to it. I say to them, you can have whatever you want. What about entertainment? It's an interesting point, that, because that plays a big part in the car now, doesn't it? Yeah. The the iPads, um, if you add on the accessories and, and you sort of have in the back of the uh, in the back of the headdress, you put in the, the screen, which you can do in the Grandland X. But it, it's 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 kind of, I think it's good to a certain extent, I think, but it has to be used in the right way. 
if they're learning in the back of the car, if it's a treat in the back of the car, that's good. Mm. But not at the expense of just, it can't be mind-numbing. Yeah. I mean, what is wrong with old-fashioned games? Right. Do you have any? I think a bit of both is good. Let them watch a bit of Thomas the Tank Engine. But if you're on a longer journey, games are really important. I've talked in a previous episode about playlists. But as I said, I'm a big kid. So when you talk about kids in car, I'm the biggest kid in the car. Obvious games that everyone plays is the A to Z game. So you start A to Z and you go like fruit. So I go apple and then you go banana. Mm. I'm just naming fruit now. Mm. You get the idea of the game. There's also the number plate game. The three letters in the number plate of the car in front of you, you have to come up with a word. Whoever can get the longest word with those letters in that order. But the best game in a car, without a shadow of a doubt, is cricket. Now you might be thinking, how can you play cricket in a car? Have you ever played it? I've never played cricket in a right. car. Jody, just just imagine this. You ditch your husband, you marry me, and we have two kids. <laughs> and we're on a journey. I'll team up with uh, with little Poppy, and you can team up uh, with Bartholomew, our, our youngest. <laughs> and uh, that's our two teams. And as you're on this long four-hour drive, every time you pass a pub, you'll be batting with Bartholomew, then I'll bat second, the next pub will be mine, along with Poppy, then back to you and back to me. You set a, a target you have to get to, say 50, because it's a long journey. We pass a pub. The pub is called the horse and hound. A horse has four legs. A hound has four legs. You've just scored eight runs. Get in. You're eight nil up. The ne- Look at you getting competitive. Get in. And it's, it's, it's not even real. Then the next pub we pass, Poppy and I are hoping that it's going to have a name that's connected to legs, but it's called the crown. We score absolutely nothing. So your cricket score... Depends on how many legs are in the pub name. And it's really good fun because I think it's the monotony of a long journey that can create stress in a car, especially with kids. And if you can engage them, whether it's in games, whether it's in and letting them watch a program, that's the answer. That is the answer right there. But yeah, you're right. The good old fashioned games and that interaction that comes with it, I think is really, really important. It's really, really important. And I've got some really cool tips and tools that you can involve the kids in with as well, which is great. Hit me with them. Okay. So the first thing that immediately transforms the, the stressful energy around a situation is to simply find three things that you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. And, And I think that's fun for kids to play as well, right? So if I was to ask you that now, Give me three things that you're grateful for right now. I'm grateful for not smoking because mm. that's been such a struggle and connects to stress. Yeah. So it kind of has a, a part to play here. Mm. I'm grateful for the fact I found a trainer manufacturer that does different colored tongues on the trainers than the actual trainer itself. They're pretty cool. Right. I've been thoroughly enjoying wearing those. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. And I'm grateful for, could it be grateful for just two things? Two things are fine. For Think about it when you're in the car and you're playing it with the kids and you can say to the kids, hey, simple things like, what are we grateful for? Grateful for the sunshine, grateful for the countryside, grateful for the green grass outside. And you can make it really, really simple. The point is to shift, to give, you just talked about engagement, engaging the kids, to give them something to engage themselves with and make it a game is really important. There's one more tip that we could just do quite quickly. So... This is quite fun to do with the kids as well. And it's a bit more about tapping. So we did some tapping in the first one, tapping on the collarbone. This is fingertip tapping. Okay. Yeah. So I want you to um, pinch together your index finger and your thumb. Fingertip to fingertip, yeah? Got it. And I just want you to start tapping the two together. Because it's it's a podcast, can I just say, 
when you go to somebody, uh, everything's a okay. You know, you make that stupid thing. That's the two fingers That's you're talking about. That's the two about. fingers. Yeah, okay. Index yeah. finger and thumb together. Hey. Yeah. So tapping your first finger or index finger on the fingertip of the, t- the thumb, right? Like what you do when you get glue in your fingers. Totally, totally. Yeah. And I want you to say the word peace. 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 So then go along to the next finger, which is the middle finger, yeah. and tap that on the thumb. And yeah. I want you to say begins. Begins. Yeah. Now ring finger to yeah. thumb. With. With. Then little pinky finger to thumb, me. Me. Okay, so we're going to do it from the top. Ready? So index finger to thumb, peace. Peace. Next finger begins. Begins. Next finger with. With. Next finger me. Me. Peace. Peace. Begins. Begins. With. With. Me. And can you have some fun with that as and well? you can replace the word peace. Peace. Happiness begins. Begins. With, with me. burgers. Fun begins with me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, have yeah. fun. Yeah. So what it's doing, the fingertips, they've got nerve endings in them. So you're yeah. sending those calming signals again to the fight or flight so, response part of the so brain. So actually, it's much more physical than what it's, you're saying. Yes, yeah. Yes. And, and again, I think this is what I come down is dispel the myth of mindfulness being something that's a little wishy-washy and a little hippie, if for want of a better word. Or out of reach. So you can change the words. Totally. Pe- peace might be that. That alarm bell for people. Yeah, Peppa so, Pig so, so you might begins want, with You me. might want to just change it to uh, calm begins with laughter. Yeah. So that would be better for me. Or calm begins yeah. with Colin. Yeah. So Jodie, in the case of kids with the tap, it will be peace begins with crisps. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> or Kit Kats. <laughs> and then send them home to their parents. Who cares after that when you're a godfather? Does mindfulness work the other way as well, which is addressing what you're not grateful for, what you are stressed out about? You can be grateful for the things that aren't going so well as well, which I know is a bit bizarre, but again, it immediately shifts your perspective about it. I'm with you there, and the key word that you use there is perspective. When you're grateful for the things that aren't great in your life, you can start to shift perspective and start to understand it on a on a on a on a deeper level in a different way. I tell yeah. you what, on the subject of kids in cars, uh my mother and my stepfather were rarely grateful to have me in the car at any stage. We we only had one foreign holiday. So my my second ever trip trip outside of the UK and Ireland was when I moved to Canada when I was 18 uh, for for best part of a year. The only other trip was to France. So excited. Now, people who are younger listening to this, they won't understand how exotic France was in the 80s. Mm. <laughs> it, it was a bit like saying Australia now. We didn't have regular air travel. We, it, it was much more bizarre. When someone went to Spain, especially if you grew up where I grew up, you know, it was a big event when someone went abroad. So we eventually went to the south of France, and this is the journey. It was two weeks. We drove to Larn in Northern Ireland. We got the ferry from Larn to Stranraer in Scotland. We drove from Stranraer in Scotland to Portsmouth in England. We got a second ferry to La Harve from Portsmouth, and then we drove from the north to the south of France. It took four days to get there. We only had four days left to be at what was technically a caravan site. And then we had to do the journey all the way back. Genuinely, one of the worst two weeks of my entire childhood. Wow. Locking myself and my sister, my younger brother, in the back seat of a car was just not a good idea. I wish we had had cricket. I wish we had had wireless charging. I wish we had have just had mobile phones back then. That would have helped 
a heck of a lot. So we're lucky, actually. You know, we talk about looking at the Grandma Next and, uh, you know, again, I'm not gratuitously plugging. I'm just saying I have a list in front of me of like 30 accessories that you can get for it. And it's a different world now. Mm. Your car is a different world. And that's why I come back to what I said before, is you have to look at it as an extension of your home. Yeah, it's a place where you want to feel comfortable, relaxed and at peace, for sure. We've been talking a lot about driving cars. What was your best experience as a passenger? Are you a good passenger? So this is it. I'm not a great passenger seat driver because there's a little part of me that doesn't like to not be in control sometimes, mm-hmm. especially in a car. And I've been in cars with people who just break too too early or too late, to break too late. And that really just, it, it triggers me so much because my, my, one of my fears is just crashing into the car in front of me. Yeah. So that that is stressful in yeah. itself. So I'm not a very good passenger seat driver. Well, it's funny that that list of things is in, in the Grand Lanx, is the, which is so new and so unbelievable. Um, and I think a part of the, the modern era of cars it is brilliant when you see this, is this this automatic braking system, which is bizarre. To me, it's so futuristic <laughs> that that exists. To me, parking sensors is futuristic. And yeah. what would we do without them? I'm a terrible parallel parker. I need parking assist. Me too. I need more than parking assist. I, I'm the only person who can probably tap into another car with parking assist. I'm not bad at it. I can parallel park when there's nobody else in the street, but the minute a car comes within 50 yards of me, I the male machoism kicks, kicks in. I feel like I have to do it really quickly and brilliantly and be perfectly like six inches from the curb, and I never am at any stage. Would you like me to tell you before we, we wrap things up for episode three? Um, my best experience in the backseat of a car. Please, okay. yes. I was interviewing a, a famous musician and I was very nervous about interviewing him because he's a worldwide legend and we just got on really well and we did an interview for about an hour on, on Radio 1 and, and it was just, we just got on very well and it was really, he was very humble. He wrote a birthday card out for my mum, little things like that. And the next day I'm sitting in work and I get a call from what we call a plugger, which is somebody who looks, you know, he, he promotes the record when it's due to be released. And he was this superstar's plugger. And he said, come outside, there's an SUV parked outside, blacked out windows, get in the back seat. Now, usually that's a call you get from the mafia, not a radio plugger. So I was like, okay. And I knew this guy well. I got in the back of the car and it was that musician. And in the front seat, he just looked over and he went, all right, call, do me a favor. Listen to these three remixes of my single and let me know which one you like best. And I sat in silence in the backseat of this blacked out SUV, just listening to three remixes of this guy's record. And then just went, I like number two. I think it's a little bit different. And he went, all right, thanks, Cole. And they just opened the door and I got out. And that man was Paul McCartney. Wow. How bizarre is that? Yeah, that's amazing. It's so weird. He's so, so down to earth. There's a guy who practiced. He he could teach you a lesson about mindfulness. I mean, we're both from Liverpool, so there you go. Because uh, he has got that. Uh, <laughs> it's not that rude the nickname they give him, but it comes for thumbs aloft. He's a guy that rather than give the finger, gives the thumbs. Positivity, right? I like is, it. Is that a good catchphrase for mindfulness? It's a great Don't give the finger. Give the thumb. Give the thumbs. Jodie, thank you very much as always. You make it sound so easy and I'll be tapping those fingers until I see you again. Now the combination of Jodie's advice and the new Grand Lan X means you might just be able to try that trip to the seaside again. Maybe it'll go a little bit better. And listen, you can head to the Vauxhall website to find out more on vauxhall.co.uk slash keeps 
www.thepodcast.com. Uh, a pleasure uh, to have you along. Thank you very much for downloading this. And as I say, one more to come. And we're going to be talking about... We talked a lot about Drys Monday to Friday. We're going to concentrate on the Sunday, which in a strange way can be just as stressful. So we're going to deal with that next time out. So 